listener production. As cute as a little Mary-Kate or Ashley, sometimes these two cherubs get mixed up too. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, first day of the week. I'm Alex and that is Matt who, mate, you go back to the old amateur barbers over the weekend. Uh, I I tried. They closed for the day. Apparently they wrap up at 3pm. Went out of business. Yeah, but no. (laughs) After all of the bad mouthing that I'd done for them, I was a little bit nervous going back in there because I was like... Uh, what if any of them listen to the podcast think that I've been a bit mean about them? But no, I no. indeed have... Uh, I'm a fan of the Barber Academy. I went there once in Willangabra in Brisbane and, you know, 25 bucks, the head, the the, 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 the chin, the whole caboodle. They did the chin. Yeah, they got the cheeks, the cut, everything. The, was and, it um, the um, cutthroat razor? No, nah, I, don't, I don't like that. Get a rash, mate. But... um. No. But yeah, so then I walked in and the guy just looked up at me and I thought, oh no, this guy's on to me. He knows. <laughs> he thinks I've been, uh, I'm going to have to start groveling. But then he said, nah, we close at three. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, fine. Jeez. You can't want a career in barbering too bad if you're clocking off at three. Nice for some, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Bloody nice for some. I don't think we can talk. We finish at about, <laughs> it's supper. Finish at 5.01 a.m. <laughs> uh, we're all wrapped up. But um, listen. Well, it should be 4.59 is when the show finishes. It goes up at 5. Yeah, so we can hit upload. Big old show today. A bit of bit of pandemonium happening around the country. Producer Bron in the thick of things as well. She's going to be dropping by for some clickfish. You ready for a big old all-day breakfast? Oh, and also, I don't want to get you too excited, but one of Australia's favourite game shows might oh. be coming back today. <laughs> really? It could be back well, today, Alex Dyson. Well, you haven't done very well at keeping me from getting too excited. I am now too excited. <laughs> Let's dive in. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Well, here I am getting ready for one of Australia's biggest game show events of 2024. And uh, Bron, Bron Doizak, producer Bron, you've, um, you've weighed in with a little bit of um, controversial opinion here. <laughs> I just said it scares me, this game. <laughs> this game scares me with a direct words. Like we can only assume it's Australia's sixth favourite game. Bron, you know, well, it is, and it is Name That Thing. Name That Thing. That's right. You know, Sophia was telling me today that wolves scare her. She's terrified of going to America because of the wolves. But understandably, wolves can actually eat you. Name that thing can't can't hurt you, Bron. It haunts me. <laughs> well, you know, okay, I guess wolves are a tangible, visible thing, which have physical mouths that could eat you. I I, I would consider named that tang in the in the realm of uh, being scared of germs. You can't see it. You don't know why, but it's just always <laughs> around and could be even deadlier than wolves. <laughs> you know, all like right, salmonella. sure. Like, Name that thing, think... the silent killer. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> That's why we're playing it straight up, all right, is because, as well, the anticipation. We don't want you to get too excited, so we'll get it out of the way nice and early because if you hold it for too long, you know, it can be even good things can come back to bite you. Remember that radio station that did a promotion, Hold Your Wee for a Wee? Oh, yes, and someone died. That's terrible. Because oversaturation of water without going to the toilet can kill you. Well, also, I mean, they've had those water drinking competitions as well, where people have died mm. from drinking too much water. Yep. See, this, all you've got to do is enjoy this, and you can't die from enjoying things too much, okay? So, you're welcome. A couple of headlines that I'm going to give you, and 
from those headlines, you have to deduce what thing I'm talking about. Am I talking about a person, a place, a song, a movie? Well, you tell us. Who what are you knows? talking about today? This is a person. Okay, we're talking about a person. We're looking for a person, okay. people. Okay. Here we go. Okay. First headline. It's all news headlines from the weekend. This is from Reuters. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cool, isn't it? Reuters? Isn't it? It's Ru- routers. Routers, isn't it? I thought it was Reuters. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, in my head, I've got to tell you, I've always thought it was Reuters. R-E-U-T-E-R-S. Or Reuters, I think some people Isn't pronounce it. Re- I just say Reuters, mate. Because <laughs> R- they're mad, mate. Because they're mad. Is it R-E-U or U-E? It's E-U. Reuters. That's how I say Reuters. Reuters. Oh, but mad Reuters. <laughs> All right, whatever. Matt O'Kine reporting for Reuters. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> already. <laughs> a great start. Bronze worst fears are coming true. You're, whenever you're doing a headline from Reuters, you've got to say, this just in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This one from oh, Routers God. or Rooters or whatever the hell you want to call it. <clears throat> Headline is, bruised by stock market, Chinese rush into banned Bitcoin. All right, that's right. Bitcoin is having a bit of a heyday, Alex Dyson. I would say heyday. As the, well, I mean, it had a very big crash uh, middle of last year or so. And since recovered very healthily, almost to record highs, especially as we approach the Harvening. Do you know about the Harvening, Daiso? <laughs> no, is it a movie? No, it sounds like it sounds like a horror event. That's what you yeah. should be scared of, Bron. No, this is when the amount of Bitcoin that miners are able to get for the work that they do halves, therefore oh. allegedly making the Bitcoin more scarce. Now, these things, this event happens mm. every four years or so, and it historically has meant that the price of Bitcoin jumps because suddenly they're more difficult to get. So now you're having the jump of the pre-harvening jump. Yeah, so people are anticipating, ooh, okay, it's going to jump. But of course, what happens is it halves, then people sell what they've bought in the, yeah. in the lead up, and then it dives, and then it halves. it's very volatile still. People aren't but, selling before the halvening, so it's, that's the actual scarcity. But there are people who are ducking under the government agencies in, in China because crypto has been banned... Uh, mining and trading since 2021. So people are trying to figure out ways to get around it because the Chinese stock market has been diving for the last three years. So that's one headline. And and wait, and by miners, you mean, you don't mean young children. You mean. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Although I don't know the practices of, of every, um, you know, person that mines. I mean, if I was, if I was me, if I was 13, like 14 year old me, mm-hmm. Back in my dad's spare bedroom when we got the uh, the second phone line connected so I could stay on the internet 24 sevs and my uh, unlimited dial-up with Optus, uh, you better believe I would have been putting that little bloody lamp hat on <laughs> and corner digging, mate. Trust Daddy me. Daddy back comes in. Why have you got a new canary in a cage <laughs> yeah, next exactly. to you there? Exactly. I would have mines. been a digging <laughs> Hooey. Um, so yes. Okay. So, uh, original, that's original comment of this will be a really short one has not come true. We're only one headline in. Again, that's something else that Reuters say. This will be a really (laughs) short one. Okay. Okay. Now, here's, 
We've got two around. headlines here. Do you want to hear about the headline, the airline, or Valentine's Day? Both. Okay, well, Valentine's Day, here's the headline. Who should pay on the first date? Experts weigh in on the age-old question. Because it was Valentine's Day last week, people mm. are sort of saying still, that, you know, the question always comes up, who should pay on the first date? Who do you reckon pays on the first date? In a heterosexual relationship is what the survey was about. Well, traditionally, the dude pays. Yeah. But I, we come into a world where that's, that's all over now. It's all over. Are you kidding yourself? Are you still, are you not paying on a first nah, day? I'm, I'm paying, but we're getting, we're inching closer to that equality we've all been after, which in, once that happens, I reckon it's going to be whoever asked the other person to come. I would, nah, I would get mad ick about like a girl paying. Why? I just feel, I don't know. I just, I just be like, just let me pay. Let's not make this a thing. Mm. What about you, Bron? Nah, me and Steve always split. Everything. Yeah, but you're good. You've, you've been. This is about a first date. Yeah, I, I said from the beginning, we've always split everything. Did he make Pretty you cool. split, or did you insist? It was just kind of like we didn't even talk about it. Like you, he got one, I got the next, sort of thing. Mm. We, and we were both like working. He was working at Target casually, and I was working at a pool. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I just feel like I guess it's. I guess. Mm, if I was dating a royal, maybe I'd be like, okay, this one's whip, on out the, whip out the wallet, Kate. You know, but like. Righto, Megan. Let's see it. Yeah. When, yeah. When someone's face is on the money, yeah, they should be paying for it. When your face is on the back of the coin. Imagine Prince Charles now insisting for you to pick up the bill by paying with his own head. That's, I mean, we can all agree on that. Yeah. Well, look, in this particular survey, 70% of Americans uh, still believe that the man should pay on the first date, according to a recent survey from NerdWallet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're qualified. (laughs) They're qualified to be saying (laughs) in their bedrooms, mining their Bitcoin and writing think pieces. Get out and actually have a date. Then come and tell us, nerds. (laughs) Um, apparently guys are more likely to think that they should pay. 68% of women expect their male dates to pay, Mm. but 78% of men pay. Now, the other headline, and this will give it a little bit away, is not just luggage, Finnish Airlines invites passengers to weigh in for flights. Oh, the human stance on the scales. Yes, yes. Now, there's there's a catch to this. They're not doing it to catch anyone out. But they are. They need to study how much their total cargo is right. across all of their planes and all their fleets and all their trips for like several years. So they're saying, hey, we need to know this because there's, there's a maximum that we need to do. Mm-hmm. And they've been using the same data from like 10 years ago. And they're like, people are changing. Times are changing. We need to update our data. So please, if you will, come and stand on the scales. Yeah, right. So this happened five years ago. They got the average. What's the average weight of a plane with this many people? And they're seeing if that's, if yeah. that's the same. Yeah. So in a few days, they already had 600 volunteers and they all got a luggage, a luggage tag as a thank you. So there you go. Thanks for letting us weigh you. Here's a tag. <laughs> yeah. With our brand on it. So you can advertise us everywhere. Isn't that what we usually do on farms through the year? Like they weigh, they, <laughs> they bloody vaccinate the cows and they stick a tag through its ear. We are literally in cattle class now. So anyway, do they give you a whack on the rump as you as you go through on, onto the onto the plane? 
Anyway, so uh, with those three headlines, and I have to say, two of them, if you were if you were you know picking up on what I was putting down, two of them are related. They use the same words. Now you need to figure out. Okay, who am I talking about? We've got Chinese Bitcoin. We've got. Finish I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two, 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 two headlines. Bruised by stock market. Chinese rush into banned Bitcoin. And who should pay on the first date? Experts weigh in on the age-old question. All right. He emphasized Bruce and he emphasized way. Bruce. Bruce Wayne. Wayne? Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Is, what's the what's the Valentine's Day one? The Valentine's Day experts weigh oh, in, both and weigh the, in, and the and the airline weigh in. Okay. Bruce weigh in. <laughs> Look, I was watching Batman Forever on the weekend. Okay, there was a there was a Batman marathon on Foxtel, so I got a little carried away. Okay, I ended up on YouTube watching Arnold Schwarzenegger's all of Mister Freeze's. Ice puns. Oh, they're great. Hey, if, you, <laughs> if you do want those put into a song, Ice Ice Arnie, Google that in SoundCloud. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Name that thing. Name that thing. Oh, it feels like it went forever, didn't it? Felt a bit like Simba this weekend, Matt O'Kine. Ooh, did someone hold you aloft in front of a roaring <laughs> crowd of wild animals. Oh, were you at the Taylor concerts? Is that what this is about? Well, I was sort of more thinking that I was Simba when he's in the um, ravine and then all the wildebeest start, you know, flying down the hill towards me. Cause that was what it felt like in Melbourne as fans of Tay-Tay gathered around the MCG, 300,000 people across the weekend, about 96,000 a show. <sighs> Three AFL grand finals in a weekend. Oh. There were sparkles. There were cowboy hats. There was a few Kansas City Chiefs jerseys with instead of Kelsey on the back was Swift and the number was 89 <laughs> instead of 87. <laughs> so it was crazy. The vibes were high. Like it was sunny days, good sing-alongs. It was amazing to sort of walk through it. Did you hear that people were angry overseas because Tay-Tay gave them a little bit of a um, little bit of a mashup that they didn't get? She does different things for each tour and people were, were, were spewing mm. that she gave them a, um, it was a mashup of three different songs. Really? Bron, do you know? It was, <clears throat> yeah, it was August. Um, oh, Getaway Car. Oh, The Other Side of the Door and Getaway Car. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah, because I heard that there's it. two songs she reserves in there to just play by herself on the piano or the guitar and they change, change around mm. depending on the show. But she did the mashup. The, so it happened three in one. That's a discount. <laughs> Well, Melbourne doing very well. Sydney, you've got your turn this week. But it's just like the stats around it are pretty amazing because there's no show in Brizzy, Matt. Do you know that 24,000 Brisbaneites flew out of Brisbane? They had to put on like 60 extra flights out of Brisbane to accommodate. Yeah, well, bloody cancel the return flights. That's what I say. (laughs) All right. You're not welcome back here. If if you're going to go groveling to Taylor, (laughs) hey... Oh, hey. Muhab- let the mountain come to Muhammad. <laughs> Muhammad isn't going to the mountain, thank you very much. Exactly. That'll teach come. him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey. I mean, if you keep doing that, then all these artists are going to keep just putting them on in Sydney and Melbourne. That is actually really true. All right. So <laughs> You've got to hold your ground. You don't break yeah. the strike. Yeah. 
Don't break exactly. the picket lines. But that, that's some of the stats. The other one was... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Can I just say, that goes to show the power of putting on cool events. Yeah. Right? People from all over the country go to them. All these cities should be putting on cool events. Yeah, once you get to a certain level of hype as well, though, like the, the snowball does, does start going. I had someone say to me, it's like, it'd be really nice to, you know, like an artist that's not as expensive and you can see more frequently, a bit more accessible. I'm like, there are plenty. I made a playlist, actually, of like Australian artists that would be a bit in the Taylor sphere if you want to. If you want to hit me up for that, I'll, I'll pass it on. Oof, but, um, there you go. but the stats around it, like, because obviously they're making a lot of cash from the, from the shows. Oh, okay. a few, D- bit of shrapnel, sure. <laughs> bit of shrapnel. Could probably, you might be able to afford a toasty at the airport with that <laughs> amount of money that's coming in. But s- surrounding that even, like the accommodation, the meals, the mm-hmm. transport and that sort of thing, I think in the state of Victoria, it was said that the music, live music and entertainment industries are going to bring in three and associated industries is bringing in about $3 billion to the Victorian economy. One mm. billion of that is this weekend. Oh, serious? Yeah. In total. Imagine that Taylor gets sick and crumbles our economy. <laughs> just like, I can't make it guys. Everyone just like goes bust. <laughs> We need you, Taylor. You are our water source. Well, I've, I've got a first-hand experience. Run the comedy club. Our bar manager, Luke, said, like, people came to watch some stand-up comedy, as you do in Melbourne. Great thing to do. Um, came in afterwards. They're down. It's like, hey, can we, can we change the music in the bar afterwards, <laughs> after the show? He's like, look, if you buy another round of drinks, put some music on. Put another round. Tay-Tay immediately on the speakers. <laughs> So the economy's propping me up. I I thought that it might have been a bit like Taylor Swift. You know, Taylor Taylor might have come come by the club. Oh, Were you keeping an eye we out? We did. You know, to get up there, she's pretty pretty witty, funny person. He could get up on stage and say a few gags. Do a little bit of a late a late night uh, drop in five. God, that'd be good. Did you see Pink got kicked out of a club in Manly, or not even I, let in? I think Pink was not let in allowed allowed in because she didn't take the ID. <laughs> it's a compliment. Do you think Pink has? The name Pink on her ID, or is it, <laughs> With is it just the one mark. word? <laughs> Pink. Last Nk. Nk. But, you know, with all this happening, with all the fanfare around it, I couldn't help going along and, and asking how people were feeling ahead of the big concert. So to give you a bit of an insight, if you are going along in Sydney, this is what it's like standing outside a Taylor Swift concert. Alex Dyson reporting from outside the MCG. Uh, Taylor Swift fever is on. I'm near a busker who is absolutely cleaning up 100,000 people walking into the Coliseum here in Melbourne. Let's chat to a few of them. Have you seen Taylor before? I have never seen Taylor before. What are you most excited for today? I can't wait to scream my lungs out and just take a ton of photos with people in sparkles. I got a couple of people here who stand out a little bit. Can I ask you what you're wearing today? Uh, Melbourne Victory merch, of course. <laughs> The victory you're playing, <laughs> and you're in the midst of glitter and sparkles and cowboy hats. How are you feeling about the game today? Very excited. <laughs> very, very confident. Are you Taylor Swift fans as well? Yeah, uh, yeah a little bit. Yeah. Did you go like last night or something? No, I'm going tomorrow. Oh, excellent. All right, we'll have an excellent day. Yeah, thank you. All right, you better tell me what you're wearing. I'm wearing a pink T-shirt sparkly Taylor dress. <laughs> All right, I feel I'm playing Snake 2 on an old Nokia because this line for merch is absolutely massive. Let's see if we can find someone. Uh, what was your name? Lucy. And Lucy, you're going to be buying some merch today? Yeah, I've already got some. Oh, what'd you get? I got uh, the T-shirt in 
Super stoked. Now, I don't know much about Taylor, but they're also advertising the Jonas Brothers playing Rod Laver. Didn't, wasn't there a dating thing there involved? <gasps> yes, but you're asking the wrong girlie. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you here with today? Mum, Dad and my twin sister. Dad, what are you most excited for today? Oh, it looks meant to be a really good concert, so I'm looking forward to that. Has he been a chaperone before? Yes, he has, plenty of times. But it's the first time these guys have been to a concert. It's their very first concert. <gasps> what? That is a momentous occasion. It this is. will be trivia questions for the rest of your life. Well, there you have it, the fun, the fanfare, the fathers. Um, this is night two of three nights in Melbourne. If you're going along, have a really great time. Until then, um, I don't have a ticket, so I'm going to head off. I've heard there's a victory game on. All right, bye. <laughs> there you go. Alex Dyson doing the groundwork outside the MCG. Couldn't even sneak past the security. No, and I've never seen it before. Like, you look through the gates where people are scanning the tickets to go into the MCG. They'd put, like, black, like, hessian view blockers inside so you couldn't even look see the ground from outside usually you get a, like a little glimpse they were blocking it all off it was pretty crazy pretty did you crazy hear stuff. anything um there was yeah you could hear screams from when you're outside for sure when things kick off they had a bit of fireworks as well um yeah that busker though you look in that guy's guitar case he just was doing love story like romeo and juliet on loop and was making bank <laughs> oh my god that the amount like five dollar twenty dollar notes in there people walking in just like it's such a good mood they're like yeah taylor just like cleaning up i couldn't believe it i wanted to go home and grab my guitar and go back out and stand under a tree just quickly learn shake it off or whatever just anything get that economy running again fit check Romeo, take me somewhere we can be. Oh, oh sorry. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Absolutely Whoa. cutting off my singing there. What, what were you singing? The Taylor Swift song. Mr. Perfectly Fine. That love I story. That uh, I'm reading the lyrics to Mr. Perfectly Fine. Hello, Mr. Perfectly Fine. How's your heart after breaking mine? Mr. Always at the right place at the right time, baby. Hello, Mr. Casually cruel, everything revolves around you. I've been Miss Misery since your goodbye, and you're Mr. Perfectly Fine. There you go. Right? It's allegedly about Jason. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't write it. You know, that could be. Who knows? Didn't have a ticket, Bron? I did have a ticket. I went Friday night. How was it? Did it you? Was amazing. It was actually like electric. It was unreal. What'd you wear? Um, I had a sparkly dress, and I put butterfly clips in my hair. And I made a friendship bracelet. Yeah, those are pretty wild. <laughs> you know how hard they are to tie? I had to watch like four different tutorials on how to tie up a piece of string. Did you say Bron? No, mine said Midnight's. What for? My favourite album. Uh, and so with the, the idea about them is the, that you hands Well, some people had people? like made 50 yeah. of them and were handing them out. And you know, you exchange them with other people. Because you make friends at the gigs. Yeah. I, ju- I didn't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> What was your favourite moment? Did you go with friends? Sorry, I, I did went you go? With, yes, I went with oh, two of my friends. This is perfectly fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> what was your favourite moment? Like the, that just minute that you loved? The the whole 10 minutes of All Too Well, um, the 10 minute version, unbelievable. Is That is like might be my favourite song of hers ever. Maybe of all time. Here's a question. What's the go with the hat? The 22 hat. Yeah, what's the 22 hat and why is that a thing? So she gives it every concert, she gives it away um, to somebody. And the 22 hat 
standing for? It's just a, it's a hat that she wears during the song 22. There's a song called 22. Yes. Right. Um, it's like a bowler hat sort of thing. And they pick a, it's usually a young girl in the crowd. I think on Saturday night there was like a guy that's famous on TikTok. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I saw that one. I think he like said, I want Getaway Car to be the song, blah, blah, blah. And that was the surprise mm. song. I think, And then Taylor said, I love your videos. You're so funny. So I think like they picked him out of the oh. crowd on purpose. I think they get picked beforehand and they get brought to the front Via of the Via social state. media or something? No, like in the crowd. Uh, someone just comes up to them and says, hey, you're going to be the one. Yeah. Mm. Sort of like when That's Cisco wanted people to come and join him backstage at that well, Drew yeah. Hill concert. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember working with a comedian who had the, the manager go around the, uh, you know, the crowd in the halfway break saying a little bit of, do you want to come back and party? So That's the tale so of the wholesome Did version of that. Did that work? <laughs> Yes, of course it worked. Oh it absolutely God. worked. God. It wasn't me, by the way. I was <laughs> merely, I was merely but a player in this game. This, uh, you know, I, I left and went home. I was working on the radio at the time. I had to be up early. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. So okay. So you know someone, Bron, though, that that got the pick. My friend's cousin was the little girl who got picked on Friday night, <gasps> um, which was the first Melbourne show, and I watched the video so many times before he told me that crying at this because it's such a beautiful moment she's Mm. so excited it was her first concert ever um it was just very cute and wholesome well that brings up the question that sort of got raised before what was everyone's first gig because i wanted to say that girl i was chatting to outside the concert she was probably about 15 or something like that it's like mine was the living end in warnable in about 2004 which is Mm. 20 years ago (laughs) yeah (laughs) Mine was John Mayer, Brisbane Entertainment Centre, uh, about 2003. Suddenly that explains a lot. Uh, Bro- <laughs> Mine's on brand too. Mine is, um, I think it was 2005 or six. it was Green Day that oh. was touring with Jimmy Eat World and My Chemical Romance. Oh, Bron! I think you win. I was, I, it was a fun memory. Yeah, damn. Um, well, my, my first gig was the only person who dated Taylor, so there you go. Yeah, and he does not get a good rap. <laughs> I don't know the ins and outs of that. That was early. That was early, early days, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I think Dear John's about him. Oh, <laughs> well, at least she covered up the Jonas one with a Mister Perfect. Dear John, pretty pointed. <laughs> Could have called him James or something. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right, brilliant stuff. Something about a, being a mayor of a town or something like that. <laughs> a, a, a really awful mayor of a town, that would have been. Uh, um, so, Bron, what, what have you been clicking that, you, um, that you're saving us from having to do all the dirty work? This is from News.com. Headline, TV presenters epic on-air blunder. Always good stuff. Um, uh, what was the blunder this time around? Okay, usually there is... Okay, I'm going to guess. Stands up from the news desk... Um, and didn't realise the cameras were still rolling and they weren't wearing pants because it was hot in the studio. No. Um, I'll have a guess. All right, it's the final news article of the night and they didn't say a dreadful or three dreadful puns relating to the cute animal story that they were showing. No, but I love that part of the news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and finally, a uh, an orca at SeaWorld was having a whale of a time when... Yeah, always. So go on, Bron. This is what happened. What have you got up at the weekend? Anything exciting? Oh, my niece's surprise birthday party. Oh, that's so, lovely. Yeah, so that'll be nice But not a fun. surprise if she's watching this. Oh, goodness me, I've spoiled... <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
no. <laughs> oh, no. Breaking news. <laughs> you ruined the surprise party. What show was that on? Was that on the channel Rooters? Was that the news outlet that was covering that? It was- all right. <laughs> We all make mistakes, okay? Now, come on, hit the button. This is the end of the show. Let's do a special outro. Uh, If you love a little bit of 80s synth, if you love a little bit of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Luke Million back in the day, upon our requests, incorporated Mr. Freeze's puns. Much like the end of the news, here's some puns for you uh, via Luke Million for Ice Ice Arnie. Enjoy. Catch you next time. Tonight's forecast, a freeze is coming. Let's kick some ice. A freeze is coming. Freeze. Allow me to break the ice. You are not sending me to the cooler. Freeze, Batman. Freeze, where are you?